Counseling Podcast, where we give our unqualified and unrequested advice to couples on Reddit and give you the chance to chime in on our relationship problems. Oh, yes. Episode two. Did we have any any responses to the viewer questions from episode one? Oh, we sure didn't. Oh, well, (laughs) then looks like we'll just have to move on and post some new questions and hope for higher engagement this week. What we got... (laughs) What we got on the on the deck this week, Hales? Okay, so typically we stick to r slash relationships for mm-hmm. our uh, debacles to sound off on. But this year, or <laughs> this episode... But this year... <laughs> in 2020, anything goes. So I saw this post on r slash am I the asshole, and I just had to choose it for this week because... Why'd you have to choose it? It's crazy. Oh, tell me more. All right. It is called, Am I the Asshole for Abandoning My Girlfriend on Top of a Mountain? Classic, classic story. Boy classic meets girl. dilemma. Girl is being difficult on top of a mountain. Boy abandons girl on top of a mountain. And I think we're going to have a good discussion about this because I think you're going to have a different opinion than me. Oh, I hope so. Because I've definitely pulled this i hope what this girl pulled me and me and our viewers could only could only hope that we have a difference of opinion let's go let's uh read the story all right i know this sounds bad but hear me out on this one it wasn't even a big mountain basically i've been going on hikes alone on weekend mornings while my girlfriend eats pancakes Mm. on sunday i went to do a peak that's easy if you're a vet like me but still takes a few hours I went early so I could be back for the football game at one. I could not miss this game. What football game was at one on Sunday, babe? I'm not sure. It was on Sunday. Well, every every NFL game was at one on Sunday. So any his favorite team in the NFL, they were playing at one on Sunday. All right. So I woke up early to go and my girlfriend gets up with me and is like, let's do it. And I was like, what? She gives me this whole spiel about trying to better herself and her body, which she gives me every year, so I felt obligated to bring her along. Before I agreed, I made sure she understood that it would be challenging and that I was going to be going at a brisk pace, but she insisted she could keep up. But of course, it didn't go that way. She fell behind immediately, before the real ascent even began. I offered to turn around and tackle it another time, but she insisted that she just needed to adjust to the altitude change. Nope. It took us over two hours to get up, and she complained and begged for water the entire time. Rookie mistake. We got to the top, and I told her we needed to get down faster than we went up, because if we didn't, I was going to miss kickoff. She got all pissy over that. And it and was like, isn't spending time with me more important than the game? I knew this was bait. So I just said back that I told her the conditions beforehand and it wasn't respectful of her to slow me down like this. True. Then she got real mad and basically shrieked across the entire peak mm. that I might as well just leave her up there. And I was so angered and embarrassed <laughs> by her that I did. Oh my god. I told her the descent down was easier and there were plenty of people to help her if she needed it and I headed back down the mountain alone. I felt bad so I waited for her in the car and watched the game on my phone and she didn't make it down until the fourth quarter 
which I pointed out to her as soon as she opened the door. She won't talk to me. I know my actions were hurtful, but her peak freakout humiliated me, and I didn't know what else to do. Okay, babe. So before you say anything, let me just say a few things about what I'm thinking about the situation, if that's okay. One, uh, first mistake is him bringing her on this hike. He, he knew it was going to be a problem. He could tell this was going to happen. He should have just said, you know what? I'm doing too difficult of a hike. Next weekend, we can do an easy hike, but I'm going to do this difficult hike right now. You're not going to be able to handle it. There's just no way. Please don't come. Okay. Two, um, obviously, she knew that she wouldn't be able to handle this hike, and she kind of didn't. also didn't really care about him seeing the game, so that is on her. And three, honestly, if you did something, I'm not saying I'm like hiking. If anything, you're like way better hiker than me. But theoretically, if I was this guy and like, not necessarily you, but if I was this guy, right, and my girlfriend pulled this on me and then at the top did that thing, I wouldn't have waited in the car. I would have driven away and broken up with her. So that's where I'm at on this. Like, yes, he should not have brought her, but also um, he made it pretty clear he was trying to catch the game. You would have broken up with me over this? Not, I'm not saying I would have broken up with you. I'm saying if my theoretical girlfriend had done this to me, I would have broken up. Maybe I would have, it would have, I would, I probably would have broken up. Yeah. Over this? I've done way worse than this. Okay. But the, but the whole thing about like her like shrieking at him at the top of the mountain, right? Yeah. You really yeah. get weird out I over like public. I hate that. I can't do the public thing. I would never, I would never mentally recover from it. Yeah. Chase yeah. has very low embarrassment threshold. I can't take it. I can't take any embarrassment. I'll just evacuate the situation. Here are my like two big things. One, the way he talks about her, even like regardless of mm-hmm. the incident, yeah. is like disrespectful and he doesn't like her. Like I've been going on hikes while she eats pancakes. That's facts. She keeps saying she's going to get better, and every every year year. she doesn't. Yeah. So, obviously, he, like, doesn't like her to begin with. Yeah. And... But it is... It's kind of... The only thing I would say that's his fault about is why did you agree to bring her on the hike? Like, for she definitely knew in the back of her mind that she was going to be causing issues, but he knew this was going to be an issue. Like, he knew this was going to be a problem. Yeah, but... um... The other thing is, like, some people pointed out in the comments that it was actually, like, really dangerous, depending on the hike, for him to leave an inexperienced hiker by herself. uh, Maybe. And it's not, he was like, well, there are other people that could help you. It's not other people's responsibility to help the person you brought. That's true. You know, what if she had, like, died? But if he made it down in an hour it, and it was taking her a whole football game, wouldn't you get worried? The thing about the thing about hikes is so yeah, so so that means it took her probably like three and a half hours to get down there because the whole NFL game they go from one p.m. to like four thirty p.m. the one o'clock slot. And he didn't even go get her. And as soon as she opened the door, he was like, you know, it's the fourth quarter. Yeah, yeah. So he's what an he's, asshole. he's a bad boyfriend. They should break up, in my opinion. But he has a point where he was like kind of telling her. You probably shouldn't come. There's going to be problems, but he didn't want to be like actually say it. Although it would have probably been better for them both if he had just said, just don't come. It's not going to work this weekend. Yeah, definitely. He should have been more assertive about her not coming. But 
I don't know. I mean, we don't share a lot of like actual helpful facts on this podcast. But one thing I learned in my relationship communications class in college is Gottman's Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse. One, two, three, quattro. I don't remember any of them except for uh, disdain, Mm. which is like basically if you are like to the point where you have disdain and like disgust for your partner yep. it's over like there's no coming back from that yeah, and he definitely thinks his girlfriend's just a pancake eating slob so yeah. <laughs> they need to get uh you know have a have a resolution to that uh, agreement if you catch my drift cut yeah. it off cut, cut it, it off. off she should dump him for leaving her on the mountain and he should dump her for screaming at him on the mountain so they should just both mutually dump each other and get on with their lives in everybody, my opinion everybody should be dumped Although, again, I doubt this is a real story. Everyone on Reddit is just karma farming, etc. What we got next, babe? All right. Next is from r slash relationships. Ooh, back to the OG subreddit. How do I, a 22-year-old female, politely inform my acquaintance, an early 20-year-old male, that just because we speak does not mean he's entitled to dating me? I'm in a very weird and kind of vulnerable position. I married my husband, a 28-year-old male, at 20 after nine months of dating. We Mm. were madly in love. We always did our best for each other, and we were planning to try for a baby. We'd been married a year and a half at this point. Then, one morning, he told me he loved me, kissed me goodbye, and died instantly in a car accident 30 minutes later. This is, see, this is like what I don't believe. Like, no one... No one would word it like that if their husband actually died in a car crash on Reddit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This is total karma farm, but continue. It totally is. But I feel like the story still has a good takeaway and discussion to be had. Obviously, I was and am devastated. I didn't expect to be a widow at 21. I've had several men come out in the last few months trying to date me or hook up. And most couldn't be bothered to pretend to actually care that I was still heavily grieving. This made it very easy for me to say, no, I don't want that. And I never will with you. (laughs) This guy, it's almost insidious. So just time out. So I think this was written by like a, like a dude who is like a virgin is what I'm getting from this. Like, this is like some like 16 year old kid writing this. Yeah. The vibe is weird for sure. Yeah. Um, I knew him before I met my husband. It was very shallow. I never let him in. But when he messaged me to check on me, he acted as if we were extremely good friends who had known everything about each other. That I just stopped messaging, but the universe pushed us back together. For whatever reason, I let him in and he's been kind, but I couldn't ignore the weird red flag. I'll mention a sweet thing my husband and I did together, and he'll say, maybe that can be our thing now. And it makes me want to explode with rage. He pushes sexual stuff front and center, doesn't hesitate to aggressively flirt in the same manner the first guys did. Yeah, so it sounds like this guy is just pretty much 100% coming on to you, and that's why he's there. Ooh, theory. What if this is written by a man who's trying to slither in with a widow? Also, this comes back to our widowsdate.com idea, you know, from the first episode. Honestly, we might have been onto something. We should trademark that before people take it from this podcast. It's trademarked. Consider it trademarked. We just trademarked it. In case everyone wants to know, we actually trademarked it in between uh, first episode and this episode. So don't even look because we already did it. Yeah, don't bother. It's too late. 
Uh, I don't want to be dragged into this relationship. I've been so calm. Every time he mentions setting something up for dating within a couple months, he acts like we're together. Blah, 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 blah. What did they say? So do? that's. What's her question? Yeah, what is her question? Is that the end um, of the story? It's horrible post. Oh. My husband was always pushing me to assert myself and not let people make me uncomfortable. And I'm a lot better at it now, but I feel so trapped. I feel like she doesn't know how to tell him to fuck off. Block him. Why are girls so hesitant to block people? Yeah. Literally, the like moment I stopped talking to a guy, I mean, not anymore because I'm, you know, dating the love of my life. But when I was like on Tinder and shit, the moment I was like, nope, I would block them on everything. Because if you don't, They'll just come back. You got Yeah, you just... got to block. You got to block. I mean, being like f- coming from like me and when I was like 18. Yeah, you got to block me. You, know? <laughs> 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 you got to block them, ladies. You got to block them on all platforms. Like no joke. I mean, you got to block the Snapchat. You got to block the Instagram. You got to block the phone number old school. You got to have loose fingers with the blocking for sure like mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. i get one spam call block that number block i get one inappropriate text block block you know how you avoid dick pics you block before the dick pics come yes and you honestly anyone with a penis text me block block i just i'm not interested in it you have nothing to add to my life basically so call me call call us herbert reynolds because we we h and r blocking <laughs> is that what h and r stands for i don't did you know? Probably not. Know. Shout out Herbie. Shout out her, all my Herbert Reynolds out there. <laughs> okay, so she needs to block him. She doesn't owe him anything. She doesn't owe him a I am not interested. Like, yeah. what? Because I definitely think this is just like some kid that watches too much anime that wrote this and got 405 upvotes on Reddit. Yeah, this is definitely not real, but. All right, what we got next? What's next in line? All right. That one was. Uh, that one was Those, kind of kind of a letdown, but I, you know we always have a sophomore slump on this show. Right, I feel like if uh, White Claw came out with a non-alcoholic seltzer, yeah, that'd that be the be that'd it. be the White Claw for pregnant women. <laughs> what are those things called? What's like the the beer brand that's not alcoholic that all the pregnant women used to drink in like the eighties? I don't know. There are a lot of non-alcoholic beers. No, what's like the Odules? This is like an Odules. Oh. This one is titled simply "Do I Tell Her?" So about a year ago. I, a 25-year-old female, started working a new job under my boss, a 30-year-old male who has been a family friend for 10 years or so. He has a girlfriend that he started dating at the beginning of that year. We got along pretty well, and one day he invited me over to his house to hang out after work. Not that weird due to him being a family friend and his house being near the company building. We hung out for an hour or two, and I got to meet his girlfriend's dog. The next time he invited me over, I thought it would just be more of the same. A while after I got there, he wanted to show me the new TV and lights he put up in his room. Oh, I'm sure he did. This is a 30-year-old man who's in charge of people. I just want to... She's 25. That's not weird. He's 30. It's It's weird weird for a a 30-year-old man to be like, you want to see the new lights? Yeah, but it's a weird pickup line. But she, I mean, he knew what he was doing. You know, that's a pick. He was trying to get her in that bedroom. I'm sure you can see where this is going. Okay, so she knew on some level. Yeah. He asks my favorite movie and pulls it up on the TV. I'm sitting on the opposite side of the bed, feet hanging off, and shoes still on. I was really not there for a hookup. Why would you go to the bedroom, though? 
Regardless, the next thing I know, he's kissing me. I told him I would not have sex with him, but after some coercion, it ended up happening. I still can't sleep whoa, at whoa, night whoa, whoa, over whoa. regret from this. So whoa, 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 please calm. don't tell me I'm a horrible person because I already know. Why did he? So wait, what was she over there doing in the first place? I kind of missed the first part. Can we get a recap of the, of the events that led up to the, to her having sex with this family friend? He was like, he's her boss also. Oh. And after work, he was like, hey, come over to my house. And she did it once and it was fine. And she did it a second time and it was not fine. Well, what? Yeah. So don't, don't, I mean, I'm not trying to blame her, but like, don't go to your boss's house. And then also to his bedroom to look at his cool lights and then also sit on the bed and watch a movie, you know? Yeah, definitely he's in the wrong, but like, yeah. Now to my question. Since coronavirus, I obviously haven't been working, and I haven't talked to him since, until we had to work together a few weeks ago. During work, he brought up his girlfriend several times, and I was suddenly overwhelmed with guilt once again. It's been seven months, but I can't stop thinking about how this girl might be dating someone she doesn't know cheats on her. I'm sure it wasn't just with me. I still have to see him at work also. Do I reach out and let her know or do I just pretend it never happened? So I'm guessing they like work at like some sort of restaurant, right? I mean, yeah, it can't be like a corporate. Yeah. Like, so is he like her like manager, like shift manager or like does he own the yeah. restaurant? Or like, it seems like he might be like above her, but he's not like the boss, you know? Yeah. She calls him her boss, but yeah, I feel like it's probably a restaurant or something she's, she's probably like her shift manager not like the gm so what i'm thinking because normally i would say get that man fired ruin yeah. his fucking life from all angles yeah but at restaurants there's kind of like different rules like yeah, people yeah. don't really care but i would i mean maybe unless you're making hella tips and don't want to quit i mean still i mean if you tell if you tell his girlfriend and then he tries to treat you like shit you could probably just go to your general manager or whatever but you know, it would make a hostile working situation. The question is, should she tell the girlfriend? And I think you should make a burner Instagram account and DM uh-huh. her. But then, so but so just DM her that you're an anonymous coworker, or like how do you validify it anonymously, you know? Just do something really spicy and vague. Like you should look into what your boyfriend is doing oh. outside of work or something. Interesting. Interesting theory. I mean, I think honestly, I mean, if you want it, if you want to tell her, uh, and it's going to make, you're probably going to have to get a new job, I would say, or, I mean, they're not going to fire him. So yeah, make, make things weird for sure. I don't know though. Cause what if he's like doing this to a bunch of girls at work? If he's doing it to a bunch of girls at work, then you could definitely get him fired. If you get the other girls on board, but you got to figure that out. Yeah, it's a shitty situation, but I would definitely tell her. I feel like that was really the main question of it. Like, should she tell? Yeah. I would. Yeah, run it. Yeah, fuck that guy's life up for sure. Yeah, fuck him. What else we got? Ooh, the last one. Dang, flab it. They deleted it. Okay. Well, I kind of remember what it was. How do I, a 35-year-old female, ask my roommate, a 25-year-old male, to leave? And should I? Ooh. So basically, she... I could be remembering this wrong, but this is how I remember it. We're going off imagination. 
slash r slash imagination land right now slash my one uh maybe spice it up a little bit even i mean we can reading. we can embellish how, however we want to if there's no no records that's true she shouldn't have deleted it all right lay it on us um okay and this one is not this only has one upvote okay. and it has I'll seven set, comments i'll so. set the scene for you i'll set the scene for you prague 1935 <laughs> the german army has just invaded you a young jewish girl <laughs> With a with your with your adopted Austrian family. I'm not young. I'm a 35 year old. We you, know that. A 35 year old Jewish girl with an adopted Austrian family, keeping you, sheltering you from from the impending enemy. Him, a 25 year old German soldier who doesn't believe in the movement, <laughs> and scene. <laughs> okay, basically what I remember is her husband told this friend who's like between jobs that he could live with them. And he's been there for like a year and he keeps saying he's going to like find a new job or like explore new interests and he's just not really doing anything and she wants to kick him out but her husband doesn't really and she, her husband wants to be nice about it and she's like, no, we just have to be firm. Do they like own the house and he's just like renting there? Yeah. I don't know if he's even paying rent. Is he, how do you get the, the how, how is he staying there then? They're just letting him stay there out of the kindness of their heart. Uh, they like know this kid? He would, yeah, he would be like homeless. If... He's like a family friend or from the neighborhood or something? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I'd say, yeah, kick this random person out of your house that you don't know that now. I don't think he's random. I think it's like someone the husband knows. Yeah, they should kick him out. Yeah. Well, that was a quick one. Yeah, I don't really, I mean, I don't know though. He w- She says he would literally be homeless. Yeah, but it's not their problem. But would he? Because then other people are like, does you he can't, have parents or it's anything? Not, yeah, so you're like, his. you could be his parents, but you're not his parents. You know what I'm saying? Why are you taking care of this like 25-year-old? Even if, if I had a son who was 25 and like didn't graduate college and refuses to get a job, he would not be living with me. I'd let him be homeless. Damn. So, yeah, kick him out. Well, I wouldn't. So I guess that is maybe a debate we'll have later in life well hopefully our, we don't raise good for nothing children who do nothing with their lives oh no we won't i if i am anything like my the parenting style i experienced i will raise very neurotic perfectionist children good that's what we like to hear all right and that's a wrap that's a wrap on episode two y'all should we do one more we got do we have another one we i mean yeah i found a good one yeah we found a found a new one folks psych let's hear what it is My wife constantly judges me while going through grief. Two months ago, my wife, a 34-year-old female, lost her mother suddenly and unexpectedly. I, a 37-year-old male, have been trying to support her, but recently I've been messing up and failing, leaving her insecure and distraught. My wife is a bit of a hoarder, and we always have at least one room for the horde. (laughs) One room for the horde. Right now, we're using four rooms, and we need to take things that haven't sold from her mother, which we are going to spread and restock to two rooms. I really struggle to live like this. We've been together six years, living together for five. I make suggestions that are usually well-received, but whenever the time comes to action them, she changes her tune, telling me that I don't know what I'm doing and I'm being selfish by taking control from her. She's been threatening me with divorce. She came downstairs and told me she was crying. Um, All I could manage was a simple bless you. And I couldn't think straight for what she needed. She tells me that she would suffer every day for our daughter. And I should be prepared to do so too. 
but she tells me a divorce would be for the good of our daughter because she won't let her see me gaslighting her with a victim complex. I suspect she's depressed but has a psychology degree and believes therapy is a fraud. She subscribes to a psychic stream, which she says helps, but rarely has anything specifically for her. I went to therapy a few years ago, but had to stop when she thought I was using it as a way to bitch about her for an hour a week. This woman is fucking insane. So she's a hoarder. She's threatened to divorce him when he brings up the horde. She has a psychology degree, but thinks therapy is a fraud. And she's getting advice on her life from a psychic podcast. That's even worse than getting advice on your life from this podcast, I'll just say. Because at least we're not we're not pretending to have credentials we yes, don't. Yes, at least we're very upfront about the fact that you probably should not listen to us. So I would say um, not only get the divorce, because it would be good for your daughter, but you need to rec- have evidence of all this before you get divorced, present that to the court, and get full custody. Because you don't want this woman raising your child. Yeah, I feel like gaslighting has almost become like this magical like end the conversation word in our society but like oftentimes the person claiming they're being gaslighted is gaslighting by claiming they're being gaslighted Mm -hmm. do any of us even know what this word means anymore i I definitely don't chase never has i've tried to explain many times but i will say um in the words of kanye that bitch cray she's super insane and i don't i don't respect people who use something bad that happened to them as like an excuse to spiral and hurt everyone in their life <laughs> like yeah and like you got to get rid of the horde like come on the horde <laughs> they call it the horde they call it the horde and they've made a room for it the no horde room. he's enabling her <laughs> you gotta get out of there buddy you can take do the better. kid out of there take the kid out of there get the kid out of there i mean it sounds like she's trying to sell this stuff which makes me think maybe we are reading from the perspective of a crazy person too. Well, like maybe it's not hoarding. Maybe I, it's it like sounds a, to me like that's her defense is that she's eventually gonna sell it. But mm, that's kind of how four ho- rooms. Yeah, that's, that's kind of how hoarding goes, isn't it? Yeah. That's hard to explain. These away. will be worth something someday, you know. Yeah. Beanie Babies and all that. <laughs> Beanie Babies did end up being worth something. The, pub, the bubble pop. Only like the very specific popped. ones. If the you bubble popped. The holographic turtle. The Beanie like, Baby bubble pop. It's worth popped. millions. Is and it worth millions? My aunt, my aunt probably has some. She was big into Beanie Babies. Some of them are worth a lot. Most of them are worth nothing. Holographic turtle. Depends on the rare. I shout just made that up. My, shout out to all my holographic turtles out there. <laughs> I just made that up. This is not financial advice. Yo, if you see a holographic turtle, buy it. Buy as many as you can. <laughs> they're, worth, they're, they're worth M's. Oh, all right. M's, so. M's on the half shell. Shell up. <laughs> I guess it's time to discuss our argument of the week. Ooh, and I'll let you. I'll let you uh, give the give the lowdown on this one. Oh, will you? Okay. Um. So Chase was playing this weird game where he. It was Madden. I was playing Madden. It's not a weird game. It's a very popular game. Perhaps I mean, the most popular game in America. Okay. Well, from an outsider's perspective perspective it seems like you're role-playing being a quarterback it reminds me of when i used to play barbie games uh as a child let me just say something real on barbie.com before, before you hate um on my my what you call role-playing as a quarterback all i'm gonna say is that my quarterback thrax chubsley <laughs> is single-handedly after graduating um in a fifth-year red shirt where he led LSU to a national championship off the bench, never played a college game before in his life. Thrax Chubbley is single-handedly bringing the Miami Dolphins back into relevance, so I think you maybe should put some respect on his name before you diss him like that in these streets. (laughs) 
okay. Anyways, he was playing that, and then he turned to me. He said, would you like to watch a movie? I was delighted because my life has been dominated by fucking sports. I can never watch movies. I wake up at 6 a.m. so I can watch a little Gilmore Girls while I work out and feel alive. Blame, Don't blame me. Blame the coronavirus for making the NFL uh, season coincide with the later stages of the NBA playoffs. I blame everyone. So I was excited to watch a movie. I said gleefully, yes. He said we have 30 minutes. Before the football starts, so I guess not a movie. Lakers game. You can watch. Basketball. You can watch a thirty-minute show. <laughs> <laughs> so, I put on Gilmore Girls because that's what makes me happy. I like shows where nothing actually happens. I find plots too stressful. Life is stressful enough. Um, and then to you know further dissociate, I started playing my puzzle game on my phone with my friends, the Gilmore Girls, in the background. And Chase got so mad at me because he was like, I would have kept playing my game if I knew you weren't even going to watch you play my game. Live out my fantasy as a quarterback. Um, first of all, it's not my fantasy. Then I would have named him my name. He's a character. His name is Thrax Chubbly. Chubbsley. Pretty close to your Role name. Role playing would be correct. Thrax, Thrax Chubbsley is nowhere close to my name. Okay. Second of all, you said you wanted to watch something together and hang out, which is what I thought we were going to do, which is why I stopped the you game. You asked me if and I then, wanted to watch Yeah, because something. I've been playing for like two hours straight and I knew you might want to watch something. So I was being nice. But then you take advantage of the situation to put something on TV that you don't even pay attention to. And then you like are all on your phone. And then I tried to like put my arm around you and you're like, don't touch me. I'm on my phone. You're not even paying attention to the movie. That's how I relax. Why does your TV need... What's the difference between you doing that with the TV on Gilmore Girls versus the TV on me uh, leading Thrax Chubbsley to a Super Bowl? Okay, but here's the thing. I didn't ask you, can I put on Gilmore Girls? You yeah. offered. So I was like, yeah, but I'd rather be on my phone with Gilmore Girls in the background. What does it matter? What does it matter? What does it matter? What's the, uh, Thrax has equally as many plot points as Gilmore Girls. You just have to know what to listen to. <laughs> All right, so that's our that's our argument that's of the our week. Fight. Who's right? Who's right? Who's it's wrong? It's me. Uh, D Rock, if you're listening out there, uh, vote. Text me your vote. Peace. <laughs> see, the end. see you guys next week. All right. Well, I'm gonna send it to my friends because it's not fair that only your friend has listened. Peace. Bye. <laughs>